Hi guys, this is Regan from well as you'll know by now, Tidy Bites by uh, Regan and Asia, and um, we have something interesting which we are going to be recording, um, which is uh, I guess you could say um, one of the most abstract things, actually probably the most abstract thing that we've done in the sense of the subject, and I did have to put some thought into it. and because of the abstract nature about um, about uh, so to speak uh, the general flow of things now um, our subject is about dreams and the ancients and how uh, how uh, i mean it's not not about dreams affecting or anything else but like the kind of stuff we dream about um, i know it's a very very nebulous topic and it's really I mean, books and all have been written about this. I mean, Sigmund Freud comes to mind, right? Um, but, um, <clears throat> but, I mean, it's the nature of of the dreaming. Like, um, for example, um, uh, it's like uh, in my case, uh, it's usually about my my parents, and the dreams are extremely vivid. It's almost like a tv serial you know watching a tv serial there's it's nothing there's nothing far out or weird about it it's just it's just that uh, sometimes in the dream uh, someone who you've not like maybe some some memory from school or something like junior school comes in or something like that and um, uh, usually the dreams are about advice and uh, appreciation uh, of uh, they usually are very caring nature very rarely do i get what they call bad dreams but i realize that um again i'm uh, touching upon sigmund freud's uh, writings here briefly that bad dreams are usually things like your own conscious uh, anger and unresolved things which are which i mean when they are resolved you don't dream about them anymore you know so there's a definite connection over there also things like food and how we uh, dream about things that we are probably craving to eat you know <laughs> that's kind of a, that's something i've i've realized quite often um and uh, yeah so we got some good things to talk about and uh, look forward to it thank you we communicate through our dreams the aborigines in australia you know who have something called dreaming and uh, they kind of uh, you know communicate with their ancestors through the dreams and you know they chart the paths and their courses and uh, even when they travel around the continent during the walkabouts through these dreamings and the narration of dreams has been a part of many ancient cultures and civilizations and communications through dreams have happened through a lot of uh, cultures indian western mediterranean world the appalachians or the aborigines or you know the latin americans or aztecs or incas you know there is a mention of the dreams somewhere or the other you know and it uh, it connects people in weird ways we human beings have been dreaming ever since we had some sense of self awareness or consciousness or, or uh, you know to know that what we saw in our dreams was something that you know is very different from real life to put it mildly so um so uh, 
Esha had mentioned something about uh, the Aborigines and uh, their practice. Uh, the Aztecs used to uh, consume this uh, very uh, fermented chocolate drink and go into these, uh, these uh, you know, cocoa. trances. Yeah, cocoa, but it was different. It was, there was also things like, um, uh, I think that was the Incas though, that was Ayahuasca. So it would give them these very, very, like, very intense dreams. However, I, uh, <laughs> those are them. <laughs> now we are in the here now. Uh, so we thought it was a very interesting subject, and um, uh, it's it's interesting to know that. Um, well, I I spoke to a friend about this, uh, some senior chap from from my school, and uh, he's got a very spiritual bent of mind. Um, pretty serious guy, doesn't really joke around much, but not boringly so. Anyway, he I told him about these dreams I would have of my folks, and. Uh, you know, I mean, in day-to-day -day life, you don't think about the departed like that all the time, like you did when it it actually happened like a month or two ago. But I still do now and then. Like last night, I did. Um, after a while, because I, 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 I don't know, maybe because of this or something. And it's always something about um, advice um, or some kind of appreciation or something, doing something normal like sitting and watching uh, a movie or having a meal or something or my mother's making something in the kitchen and um, in fact it's in such detail one day in the dream she was making aloo tikkis seriously I mean that detailed okay it's like it's not like some fantasy kind of thing she used to actually make that and in the dreams at that time she had just moved on um, and um, I know that um, because she cannot, she could not communicate that at that point of time, at the time of the, the time leading to her passing, which we have spoken about. I'm sure she felt in in her mind somewhere where she could, that she wanted to do that, but she couldn't, and she knew how much I specifically loved aloo tikkis. You know, it's a Sindhi thing, and everyone loves aloo tikkis. You know, so she looked at me, and there were tears flowing down her face, and she said, "I'm sorry. I'm so sorry." And I said, mommy, why are you saying sorry? You know, that kind of stuff. Thankfully, that doesn't happen anymore because it's pretty heartbreaking. But it felt very real. Nowadays, it's very different. Nowadays, it's just mundane, normal, everyday, day-to-day -day stuff. You know? Uh, like? Uh, well, uh, for example, like, um, I'm upstairs and my parents are down in the living room. And uh, they've got a friend over. There's some snacks, there's some drinks, uh, they're chit-chatting, which is what they would do. Of mm. course, I would not see this, so it's funny how I dreamt about it. Because I would be upstairs with my uh, neighbor, uh, Jacob, we would be playing Lego and with our dinky cars and all that sort of thing. Mm. And, you know, we'd be busy in our own thing and all that. So I would come down just to, you know, go to the loo or something like that, or maybe it was dinner time or something. But that's it. You know, so I would, I would, I mean, what, what is a small kid going to be sitting with adults who are, you know, having vodka and scotch and like, you know, kebabs and all that sort of thing. You know, I mean, it's their thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, how did I know all this? I don't know, but I saw it in the dream. Very uncanny. And okay. um, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I wouldn't say spooky because there was nothing scary. I remember never feeling scared about anything. It just felt like, yeah, I mean, this, this is just what matter of fact, you know. 
Have you ever seen something um, in your dream which you kind of like then seen in reality, like in, in life, like have, like it's been like a premonition or something like a scene that you... There was always like, advice. Okay. There was, there was, there would usually be advice. Uh, it uh, or there would be uh, a bit of a scolding coming with a sh- a bit of wagging finger, mm-hmm. like uh, you know index finger wagging in front of your yeah, face. Yeah. Or they would they wouldn't say anything, but they would just it. I could see in the eyes and the shaking of the head. You no, know? and uh, I'm you know exactly what I'm referring to, but I saw that particular one during the you know the roadblock thing episode. You saw that too. Yeah. Your mom wagging a, wagging a finger. Both of them. They were wagging their finger. I saw that. Too. And they, What? Yeah. You're, you're, you're pulling my leg now. Come no, on. I'm not pulling your leg. That can't be possible. No, I'm not. That can't I'm be not, possible. I'm not, I'm not pulling your leg. What? How Seriously. could you? I don't know. Your mom came to me in a dream and I had not seen your mom. But I... I, uh, yeah, she was wagging her finger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but, you know, I mean, yeah, so I guess uh, uh, she was letting you know. Yeah, I don't she know. She was probably letting you know in some way that, uh, you know, what we, we know that he was not correct and he knows that too, but we also need to tell him. Yeah, and I mean, I, I just I told her up, that he, I mean, I was telling her in the dream that, uh, what he's done is really really grave and stupid and I cannot forgive him yeah that's what I told her why why she why she told you that is because I told her yeah she told you this is because you know they they can go anywhere they want okay they are not constrained by distances <laughs> I I dreamt about them tell, doing that to me and uh uh, you know, they were looking very nice, you know, just like in those photographs, not like in the hospital state. For some reason, whenever the dreams happen now about them, I'm sure many of us could probably agree. Um, we don't dream usually about them when they are not doing too good. And, uh, and yeah, so in, in, my, in, my, in my dream, yeah. your mom was like uh, dressed like she was like she was wearing something white and she was dressed like that. <laughs> and, uh, oh my god, it was the same or, thing. Wedding or something, I mean. <laughs> no, no, it was the same thing here. You know, my mom used to wear these kaftans. She used white. to like these Afghani kaftans. Yeah. You know the Some, kaftans with those big yeah, sleeves, yeah, gigantic yeah, sleeves. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. She used to wear those kaftans. And so I, 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 I saw her in that. Like, yeah, she was dressed like yeah. white and something in white. And, and and this was during the height of roadblock incident, like you know the absolute, yeah, like know. you know, I saw it, and yeah, that's when I saw. That's the and day trust I me, there was to her. <laughs> and and you know, and I trust me, Isha, I I never like it's not like I was thinking about them. I was thinking about well, you, you know, and um, I I I didn't even expect it, but then it just came, and they did just back their finger. And the very like, next day, you send your first mail of apology. Yeah. Exactly. I remember you that. You know this. Yeah, yeah so I, I had a dream and the very next day you send your mail of apology. Immediately I got up without even brushing my teeth or, or even changing my clothes. I opened the laptop 
and I started banging away on the keyboard, just pouring my heart out. You know how bizarre this sounds. <laughs> and I knew that what you were saying, you, you're going to know, is from the heart, because now I'm explaining to you the context. Now you you get it because now back then you would have just thought, oh, it's just some apology, you know. But trust me, this is what happened the previous night. It wasn't a long thing because they they had a very brief message to give me, which was just the wag, the shaking of the fingers, like you know, don't do it again. What you did was wrong, you know. And both of them, you know. Okay, I I I have to see your dad. I don't I don't have any reference to your dad, so I don't know what I. So no, I, no, it's I okay. told you I've dreamt of your mom only twice, right? Yeah. And this was probably the third time. No, this was the second time. Okay. And, and uh, you know, first, I think they know about the first the, time was way back in 2016. Uh, okay. Obviously, I did not know that that was your mom. But uh, yeah, like, yeah, that was my mom. But I it was also. As no, but this is like I, I somehow I just uh, things where I came to look for you in the office in June, and then uh, four five days after that, your mom passed. Yeah, I don't know. I because had, I, I, was, I had a dream, I would, and then I just kind of like went to office, and I I mean, Richard died, and uh, just kind of like looked. You know, looked around. Isha, and, I think this has got a lot to do with the twin flames thing because, as you know, twin flames are not just uh, it, it, they aren't physical like connections only. And I remember uh, dreams is not just about when people are asleep. It was McCartney himself. Uh, it was, I think, uh, probably 1965. You know, I, I've read a bunch about these. I find the actual biographies more interesting sometimes than their music. But, <laughs> and autobiographies also. Mm -hmm. But that's only after you heard the tunes for a long, long time. So mm -hmm. he uh, he went to sleep and um, he, uh, he got this tune. The same thing for uh, Let It Be. When, mm -hmm. uh, but first this. So Dream On came to me, that idea came to me on that. And I lo and behold, it turned up like a front page lead story and all. I was least expecting it to be very honest. And that too for a Sunday edition. Okay. So uh, I, I wrote that, I mean, basically the story goes that he um, uh, fell asleep uh, as people usually do. And uh, he uh, suddenly this, this tune came to him in the dream. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, probably not, obviously not the entire song and all because actually it's just him solo. And mm -hmm. um, uh, at that point, it was I think the was really the only solo song that they that they did up to that point, which was in the middle of their career. And he woke up, and before you you know when you wake up, sometimes you forget, obviously. But it is said that if you do not forget about something, it's called a quote unquote visitation. Okay. Did you know that? Yeah. No. Because you usually we forget the. I, the I don't forget any dream, of right? my dreams. I remember one. Yeah, but I mean. Some of them are, 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 are just, they just, you just remember them and you think about them even an hour or two hours, three hours, one day, two days later. So, so he quickly wrote it down. He didn't have a title for it. Okay. He just wrote down the words and the chords. He called it scrambled eggs mm. because that's what he was mm. having for breakfast at the time. Okay. Okay. So, and then went to the studio, played it solo on the guitar and well, it's the most covered song in history. I mean, I think there are about some 3,000 versions done of it and the rest is history. The same thing came to him, which I didn't mention in the story because I didn't want it to be just about one person, was when uh, they were going through a pretty tough time during their, uh, you know, breakup uh, in 1970. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a really hairy time for the business, you know, like this one wanting these lawyers to represent them, him wanting his uh, 
uh, his uh, father-in-law to Lee Eastman of the Eastman Kodak company. Yeah. You know the film company. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's 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 owned by Paul McCartney's. Uh, 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 Linda. His late wife's late wife's father-in-law. Linda. Yeah, Linda, Linda yeah, Linda. Linda's Linda, father. Yeah, Linda's father. Lee Eastman. Okay. 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 He was a he was a very famous attorney in New York, okay. and 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 the rest thought that maybe because you know he's into he's the like married into I mean they are like family, they won't have their best our best interests at heart. So they got mm-hmm. an absolute shyster, some guy called Alan Klein, mm-hmm. and well, Alan Klein rightly screwed them. But he was he felt very victimized, and you know he was like drinking heavily and like you know probably doping a lot, and I don't know maybe that might. Be, but in and his mother mary mccartney mm-hmm. and john lennon's mother had died at a very early age before they were anything when they were just like almost little more than toddlers mm-hmm. and he always remembered his mother so in that dream his mother mary came to him and she said and and uh, and in our times of darkness there is a light that shines on me whisper mm-hmm. words of wisdom let it be mm-hmm. you know let it be, let it be, let it be, yeah, let it be. There will be an answer, let it be. And uh, he woke up and, uh, well, you know what the song is. Let it be, let it be, yeah, let it be. There will be an answer, let it be. Yeah, I've been telling you let it be quite often recently. <laughs> And in my and in my hour of darkness, there is there is still a light in front of me. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. Basically, it was like you know, it was like I'm fed up of fighting with these three other guys uh-huh. about lawyers and business deals and profit sharing and uh, renewing recording contracts and who will be the manager and. You know, they had a their empire was pretty massive, spanning yeah, like I'm sure. London, yeah, New York, Los Angeles, and <laughs> and they also got other recording artists in to record yeah. on their label, which is called Apple. Where Steve yeah. Jobs got the name Apple. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But that's know. but that's all. That's all. It was great. You know, it was all like a wonderful, lovely little cake. But then I don't know. Maybe when a lot of the they would, I mean, a lot of the drugs and the and all that comes into the picture and you're living that kind of lifestyle you know where you can you can probably rent the queen elizabeth II for a business meeting or something you know then you kind of lose a little you go a little haywire you know what i'm saying you know yeah feet, that happens, feet not on the ground that happens with quite a few brands which is why when you did the scorpions uh, interview you actually mentioned that very few bands have actually lived 50 years you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that long because yeah. the music the music lasts but then the bands don't you know most of the time yeah, yeah. that's the thing same thing happened to uh, you know even pink floyd uh, on their dark side of the moon uh, i don't remember which song but i think it must be any color you like they said that this is about a dream because when we dream uh, they say if 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 we dream in in color hmm. uh, you know the brains are okay and we are not undiagnosed schizophrenics seriously so I read this. No, if we dream only in okay. yeah, if we dream only in black and white, only okay. in black and white, something that's you know there's something wrong with a part of the brain which 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 generates the dreams. After all, it all comes from the brain, right? Yeah, it does. So 
so i was kind of relieved then to know that i'm not an undiagnosed schizophrenic because of my dreams oh, i'm so glad to hear that <laughs> i'm so happy to because, hear that <laughs> because all my dreams are in glorious technicolor and so are yours sure. eastman color yeah. eastman color yeah kodak eastman kodak you know? eastman and so and I, i was surprised because they said it's not because of anything it's because you know the part of the brain that 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 generates all this stuff when we are in a different state or when we are like asleep uh if it's not working properly it can't project these images in in ways you know so yeah i mean yeah glorious technicolor both mutually okay uh, i mean yeah, my so that, my dreams have always come true like like always i have never had yeah, a dream yeah. which is like just like pure fantasy and disappeared yeah. or unreal or something like that yeah. like uh, they've either they've either so it's 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 about like i if i'm in there it's come true if i'm not a character somebody else is a character it's come true for them also <laughs> so yeah yeah so it's kind of like uh, most of them are like premonitions of what's going to happen and...